1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to Grandma's Deviled Whiskey Hamsters. That was suggested by John Clavis, or John C. Lavis, (laughs) on Twitter. Next week, we'll be picking a winner in our uh, Every Few Weeks giveaway, and the winner will get tickets for themselves and their friends to a show of mine in their city or close by, and we can even hang out a little bit after. Uh, recently, oh, the winner in uh, the New York area, uh, his name was Rich. He uh, not only got to come see the Douglas Movies 12 Guests of Christmas, but he got to be uh, one of the guests on stage. So make sure you become a 420 Club member to be eligible for our monthly giveaways. Oh, monthly. OK. And sign up at Patreon.com slash GettingDoug. Doug Plugs, I'm doing Doug Loves Movies tonight at the UCB Theater, Franklin location here in Los Angeles. And then on December 13th and 14th, I'm going to be in uh, at uh, Largo here in Los Angeles. And I've got dates coming up. Uh, I'm sorry, that's the 12th and 13th. And then I've got dates coming up on December 14th and 15th in Orlando and Houston. Lots more dates after that. So go to DougLovesMovies.com for all of them, and uh, links to get tickets. Enjoy the show. Blast off! Here we are in the spaceman at 12.15 Pacific time, because it's almost 4.20 somewhere. And we've got two guests.
0: 420 somewhere.
1: We've got a a, uh, newbie and an oldbie today. Uh, uh, We've got a weed novice, I was just told, seconds before uh, we went on the air. Uh, Let's hear it, seven or eight people that are in this room, for Jamie Lee and John Levenstein. I'm going to clap, too.
2: I'll clap, too. Uh,
1: Yeah, clap for yourselves. Give it up for us. Yeah, you guys are great. I'm very excited to have you here. John's been on the show before, and uh, so we know he doesn't like a fun straw in his drink, but Jamie really enjoys a fun straw.
2: And it's hot (laughs) coffee. It's coffee with a straw? (laughs) I'm pretty sure it's also a paper straw, so it's probably (laughs) going (laughs) to disintegrate.
1: Jamie is um, not a big pot smoker, Mm -mm. but enough that you'll do it with us here today? Totally. Okay. And you don't have stuff to
2: do today? Um, I did, but uh, we'll see if it happens. Right? Or not. Yeah. yeah.
1: A lot of times, like, a guest will cancel on us last minute because they remember they had to do something later after doing our show, and uh, it's a bit much. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I would imagine.
1: <laughs> yeah. People have important meetings and stuff. Right. No so meetings. Hopefully. But... Okay. That's good. You yeah. don't have to make a good impression or anything. Right. Right. That's important. Or, uh, or doing stand-up is also uh, can be rough for some people.
2: Yeah, I did stand-up high. high one time. I did that show, uh, Midnight Run. Did you ever do that?
1: Um,
2: I don't know if they do it anymore, but... Yeah, you're supposed to get... It's not like, oh, smoke as little or as much as you oh, want. Oh, the premise like, is everyone get, gets like, fucked up. like, super fucked up.
1: And then you go out and do, And then you go out, and sets. I... So
2: I did it um, at Bridgetown Comedy Festival in Portland, and I went out on stage, and I don't remember anything other than the fact that I talked about math for, like, 15 minutes. Like, and I am not (laughs) good at math. I know nothing about math, but I straight up was like Matt Damon in the movie where he does math. What is the movie? (laughs) Good Will Hunting.
1: I can't believe he didn't (laughs) take advantage of that opportunity (laughs) and change his name to Math Damon.
2: (laughs) Math Damon.
0: So you'll get high for your career.
2: Yes. Only when it counts. I don't know. Only when it counts.
0: All right.
1: Like even Goodwill Hunting was funnier than the movie he won the Golden Globe for best actor in a comedy for yeah. The Martian. <laughs> that yeah. was weird. What are you working on, John? Oh, so wait, let me uh, get to this. It's, the alarm went off because it's only one minute away from, uh, from smoke time. Now, mm-hmm. I assume that uh, as a novice, do you know indica sativa? Do you know about that?
2: I've heard the things. Sativa is probably more I mean. of an
1: up uh, experience. It's probably what you smoked w- before going on like. your math rant. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: probably. Yeah. People
1: don't talk much about math when yeah. they take an indica unless it's counting down to sleep. Right?
2: What is your
0: preference? Only Sativa.
2: Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I, like, I um, could go.
0: I could go to sleep at any point.
2: That's how I feel.
0: Day or night, without the help of anything.
2: Same. Right. Same. Yeah. I'm very I, good I, I going like, to sleep uh, too. I, I like feeling alert.
0: We're going to power through these 45 minutes, right? Yeah. Awake the whole time.
1: Yeah. Yes. Stay awake, please. All All right. Right. Although, again, we we would love it if somebody fell asleep. <laughs> it's not going to be <laughs> us. <laughs> if Somebody us, smoked yeah. too much and fell asleep within 45 minutes. That'd be impressive. So, no Kosher Kush for anybody today. That was the indica we had ready uh but we've loaded all the pipes with a sativa called Dutch Treat and i think i've had it before and it was oh. both a treat, and, and I paid for half of it. Okay. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and pick up any pipe you'd like and a lighter. Right. And, okay. Uh, I also don't know
2: how to like do the flame part. These are confusing. What do
1: you yeah. mean you don't know how to do the flame part? I get scared
2: part. that it's gonna light my thumb on fire. Well, okay. Let's let's. That so I one. might have you light and I'll. For reals? That fear is yeah. your friend.
0: You should be a little afraid. Uh, yeah.
2: I I I don't know why, but I don't have nail polish on. But every time I do have nail polish on and I've smoked weed, I always feel like. Um, it's going to, like... Light your fingers on there? Yes, fire? Like, because the nail polish is flammable. <laughs> I have a lot of anxiety. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I don't know if this is the best thing for it, but probably... Like... Should probably help you. Some of these,
0: like... Not, is this a water pipe or something? I don't understand. What's down there?
1: Yeah, it's got a little water and it's a, bu- a little bubbler. All right. Yeah.
2: What does the and water do?
1: It just, uh, you know, makes for a, a cooler... Uh, sensation in in your hit, you know, like it's less uh harsh and but you also fiery. may
0: take in more than you intend if you haven't done it a lot, I right? would say if you're doing it with that. That seems oh, okay. fair. I'll
2: get you're clear though. Alright here, try what this. What is this? Because I'll be
1: way over here and you're way over there.
2: Oh my god. And just take a okay. hit. Just
1: t- start inhaling
2: now.
0: Okay. I mean if the nails went up in smoke I would be amazed right now.
3: Oh look at
2: that. Oh. <laughs> Okay.
0: Here we go, Doug.
1: <laughs> it's happening. Wow. Okay. So that's what I was going to ask you, John, is what <laughs> What amazing comedy are you working on right now?
0: I've been working on some <laughs> things that are coming out. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. Most recently, I was working on Baskets. and nice. I just uh, made a pilot with John Early and Kate Berlant for Hulu. Awesome. Um, but the big thing I'm currently doing, I'm finally... I told you I was eventually going to do a podcast, right? <laughs> so it's only going to cost me money. But I've started recording John Levenstein's Retirement Party. Um, one of the big things I'm doing is, like, settling show business feuds. So my first interview was with Jay Kogan. And I did land on a feud that I'm most of the way to settling. Like, who would have thought Jay would have a feud?
1: Yeah, Jay's a longtime, uh, you know, professional comedy writer and producer. Worked on The Simpsons for many years. Yes.
0: Yeah. Famously nice guy. Mm-hmm. So I I zeroed in on his one show business grudge. I contacted the guy in Minnesota. They seem to be making up, and so that's gonna be the first show.
1: What's the grudge? Listen can't, to the can't show. Get into John
0: Levenstein's retirement party.
1: Okay. And you, why, is it, why doesn't the name have some sort of reference to settling grudges? Is that sort of a sidebar? Well, it's
0: just all my legacy. You know, I'm settling stores out the, <laughs> on the way out the door. I'm making fires and putting out fires, Doug. And then I'm getting the hell out of town.
1: Okay. I
2: feel like you could even try to create beef just to have it's it's all more over the place. Comments I mean, on.
0: The name of my company is Salt and Wound Entertainment. So I will be adding <laughs> some fuel to the fires. <laughs> But we're going to be doing more good. We're going to be leaving the environment better than we found
1: it. Okay, that seems that seems right. I think so. Yeah. How often? It, when's the first one?
0: Well, we're accumulating material, so I would say we'll release the first one in about a month. I would say. Okay.
1: So this is way more produced than your typical podcast. Yeah, because don't just going get from people to get to together and smoke pot and then start talking.
0: No, because we're going like we're following rumors and going Ooh, to places and following stories. Like we went to the Simpsons writers' room the other day tracing this one story, and then that's leading us somewhere else. So there's a little bit of legwork behind it.
2: All right. Oh, that's awesome.
0: I think it's going to be fun.
2: It's like, it's kind of like cereal, but no murder. But yes to stakes. But I'm
0: all over the place. Like, I'm also calling realtors in Three Rivers, California, and asking them if I should move there, while my co-host, Mary Kobayashi, is telling them, don't put too much time into this, because I'm not moving there. Like, the whole, <laughs> the whole premise of the show is, like, now that I've got one foot out the door, I can say these things, but they're the things I've always been saying. And do okay. I really have one foot out the door?
1: Where do you think you'll retire? I'm probably not going anywhere. Stay in L.A.?
0: I mean, yeah, the woods. I would go to the woods somewhere. The like, woods of you, Los Angeles? Once you're in the woods, it doesn't matter which city you're in. Mm,
1: that's mm-hmm. a good point.
0: Unless they're on fire.
1: Yeah, well, it's certainly uh, pretty awful what's going on in Ventura right now. And I, I hope everyone's, uh, you know, getting out. I hope no I, one's sitting in, in their home watching this instead of evacuating.
0: I, I just love your suddenly serious tone, Doug. Right?
1: I really really, I really, took a turn. really know how to turn it, it on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but back to fun and fun things. Back to fun. Uh, Jamie is on the new uh, season of Crashing with yes. Pete Holmes. Yeah. Uh, you're f- featured prominently in the promos. Does that mean you're like in every episode?
2: Uh, Pretty much.
1: Nice.
2: Yeah. And,
1: and so, can, can we spoil it? Are you his girl in it? Are you his girlfriend? Are you guys supposed, date? I
2: don't think we're supposed to say, but. It feels like
1: you're dating in the there clips. There
2: might be, you know, some tension.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh. You guys know, Sam and Diane this shit? <laughs>
2: uh, all she's, right. Uh, yeah, the character, she's a uh, strong female stand-up, as they are. Right. And uh, she's kind of, like, guiding Pete through um, the alt scene in New York City. Which, when Pete started and when I started, was a little more divided from the club scene. Now I feel like it's more fused Yeah You had to know together. Bobby
1: Tisdale. Yeah. getting the alternate world.
2: He's, <laughs> in, he's in an episode. Him and Eugene. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. We, like, recreated Rafifi <laughs> i, I I've heard the enough episodes.
0: Rafifi stories to last me a lifetime. Right? <laughs> Rafifi.
2: I just started stand-up when Rafifi was a thing. And so I had only gone, like, once. But I keep hearing more and more about, oh, like... Yeah. The craziness that went on there. Yeah, I
1: Rafified every Wednesday for, like, uh, you know, I did uh, an off-Broadway show for a year. And so every Wednesday I went to Rafifi. And, uh, yeah, it was um, always super fun. And
2: uh, I I fit in
1: there more than I did the rest of the New York scene. That's how
2: a lot of people felt, I think. Mm -hmm. Also, it had such a cult following,
1: yeah. And it was more about like, you know, most of the comedy clubs in New York, if you get up and just act like an oddball or tell a personal story, the audience is going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah. You know, they need jokes and they need them fast. You
2: right. Know? They also don't <laughs> speak English.
1: Right. A lot of them. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's yeah. also got to be stuff that every you, know, no matter where you're from, you're going to get it. You right. know, like like a lot of attitude in your comedy. Yeah. Faces. So like they know where the punchlines are. Yeah.
2: Faces. Movement. <laughs> owning the stage. Yeah. It's like, oh
1: God. No. No. Not the oh, my, my straw. The straw. But has it
0: affected stand-up in New York the way it's affected really... like Broadway? I get that then. On you? No, it's good. God. Um, the way it affects like the way Broadway is now for everyone. You know. And so oh. that is dumbed down. Is it the same thing with stand up? Has that happened in New York?
1: No, I think it, I think you still go to like the uh, the clubs where, you know, uh, most of the clubs in New York have guys out on the street yelling at people who come in promising them that they even depicted this in season 1 of Crashing, like promising big names. Which usually does does happen Some, a sometimes. lot, yeah. you know. If you go to the cellar, you're probably going to see a Chris Rock or somebody. Right. You know, it's a good chance. So anyway, um, but
2: then it'll be like it'll be like a tiny club, like above a pizza place in Times Square that like comedians don't even know is open. They're like, we've got Jerry Seinfeld tonight. It's like, yeah. N-no. But how many
1: flyers do you think they had to destroy over the whole Louis CK thing? Ugh,
2: yeah, and I almost call
1: it the Louis, Louis CK flap, which is not a good wow. word no. for what happened. Flap.
2: Got a real, we got a real <laughs> onomatopoeia
1: vibe there. <laughs> flap. Exactly. You, do you mind if I flap? <laughs> uh, we got to go to our first break. That's how fast this is going. It is. That's how high you guys are. So we're going to uh, come back and smoke some more and talk some more. Uh, we'll see you guys in a couple minutes.
3: It's holiday time and we all know it can be a struggle to find the perfect gift for everyone on your list At Omaha Steaks you can order gifts with just the click of a mouse At Omaha Steaks for only $49.99 you can get my family gift pack when you go to OmahaSteaks.com and enter my code HI in the search bar That's 75% off Omaha Steaks offers unique gifts for gourmet food lovers over 500 gourmet gift ideas great steak experiences at home. The most flavorful, tender aged beef. Plus, seafood, poultry, pork, veal, lamb, veggies, desserts, appetizers, pasta, soups, seasonings, sauces, and so much more. Convenient and quick shopping for those on your list. Aged for 21 days to unlock the full flavors of the cuts, hand-trimmed, vacuum-sealed, online recipes, wine pairings, and more. Omaha Steaks sent me a gift pack and it blew me away. This box came with tons of delicious food from filet mignon to pork chops and even and an apple tartlet for dessert. I shared it with the crew on the show. One person said she thought the steak was a soft and juicy delight. Right now, Omaha Steaks is giving an exclusive savings to just my listeners. Listen to everything that you will get for less than fifty dollars: two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha Steak seasoning packet, plus. Get four additional kielbasa sausages free. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter my code HIGH in the search bar, and get 75% savings. It's the gift guaranteed to be a hit.
1: Get it? Um, I guess, yeah. All the stuff we were saying during the break would have been perfect content for the show. We were really just going over all of our hopes and dreams. I mean-
0: we were being ourselves for
2: once in our lives. Yeah, I feel like we just <laughs> finally. like finally dropped the facade.
1: But just to recap a little bit, uh, Jamie just really wants to get more into weed. And that's what she's here for today. Uh, if you're just joining us, Jamie Lee and also uh, John Levenstein. What were you saying?
2: We're
0: on, we're on Jamie. We're talking about. Oh, uh, yeah.
1: But what were you telling her?
2: That
0: Oh, we were talking, I was saying for me, alcohol, like most people prefer either weed or alcohol. Like for me, alcohol is a mild depressant, I would say. And I was asking Jamie about weed for her, um, I, about alcohol
2: for I her. I was in Vegas this past weekend, and I drank more than I usually do, and <clears throat> I felt <throat> less you. you. Sorry, I'm
1: very allergic to drinking stories. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I drank, and I felt so sad the next day, like mm. in, insanely sad.
1: Cause your head hurts so over, much.
2: Just purely sad. Oh. Yeah, it's I'd like, rather
1: feel sad than hungover.
2: Yeah, I guess they're <laughs> uh, interchangeable <I> <laughs> a little bit. But I was expecting the hangover, but no, it was just sad. And I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta avoid this. So yeah, maybe weed'll be my thing from now on.
1: Okay, well let's try another hit then. Okay. I mean, if um, we could accomplish that
0: today,
2: yeah, would be weed huge. is your thing
1: now. Yeah. I, I like
2: that the little blue tube.
1: Do I just do that again? Yeah. I get yelled at by people sometimes on the internet because uh, we'll take a couple of hits out of one of the pipes and then not clear the bowl. Oh, oh I'm getting cleared. We yes, won't I'm finished the bowl. Right. But that's cuz we, that's you know, fair. any bowls that could go unfinished, we sit around and finish them after the show, be in the I crew. I
0: mean, that's cuz it's Hollywood and we just throw valuable things in the trash all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's... after the show, we're throwing these chairs <laughs> away. God doesn't care?
2: The studio's going to be burned to the ground. <laughs> don't care? This we don't care.
1: All right, here, Ready? try again. And the
0: waste here is unbelievable.
1: <laughs> go. All right. Well, you got to go. When it...
2: Oh,
1: Don't get angry, Doug.
2: Wait, no, I get it. I have a joke <laughs> okay. about this exact thing don't happening. Let don't like let really Doug's bad attitude, at it. though. Don't no, I get it. Off. I get it. Don't let me light my hand on fire and get to you. Fledg- <laughs> <laughs> He's with a fledgling smoker. There, okay, here
1: we, we go, go, go. Go, go, go. go. <laughs> no, you go. No, there you go.
0: During the
1: ball here. I like these quiet times.
0: But then, Jamie, weren't you writing for a show also?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What show were you writing for?
2: I was writing for Crashing. Oh. Um,
0: but you were writing and acting on it.
2: I was writing for it first season. Then
1: Pete started hitting on her, and there was a fun tension there. That's the show. <laughs> I was writing on it
2: first season. Then I was writing on it second season as well. And then um, I I had kind of made it known. I was like, yeah, you know, I'd like to be on camera. And then I kind of, like, wrote a smaller part for myself. Nice. And then um, the larger part came up, and they asked me to audition for it. And then I got the larger part. And I was like, I didn't. I really was gunning for that little part. So, yeah, it was a pleasant... Exciting! I got it events. for the
1: little part and I got it.
2: You're you're yeah. so—he's oh in God. the first episode. Of it's the, second the first season. one. Yes, and you're so funny. Oh, that's awesome. You, my mom, um, my parents came to L. A. for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and oh no, I'm starting to notice how I'm speaking. So that's right? a Fun side effect. Yeah, um, but I like
1: this story. Okay. You can tell a long story about me.
2: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so they came here, and I I showed them the first episode. And your scene made my mom um, laugh the hardest. Oh, my whole God. Episode. Yeah. She was like...
1: Because that was one of those things when RLFL. we were shooting it that, the, you know, the whole crew is quiet. And we're out on the, on the streets of New York where so oddness is just happening every few minutes oh, anyway. Yeah. There's people that come around, you know, and they just yell until you give them money to go yep. away. Yep.
0: <laughs> so what, what were you, you playing? Think- what was your part?
1: Just me standing outside the uh, Comedy Underground, Village Underground. And uh, Pete was just—I don't—I don't, don't know—I can't give away too much of the plot because I only know what happened right before. But, my but were scene. you playing like yourself? Well, Pete was talking to Penn Gillette, uh-huh. who put his head full of Weird, fucked I, up yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. That you know the kind of stuff that Pete Holmes freaks out about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like probably religious stuff. Yeah. I'd imagine. So Pete comes out all freaked out, and I'm standing there high, and he tries to talk to me about it, and neither one of us understand each other. But it's absolutely nothing like Pete and I actually talking to each yeah, in real life because yeah. he's not obnoxious and I'm not mean to him. Right, <laughs> right. Those are the two things that normally happen. Yeah. Because he behaves horribly and then I'm mean to him. About right.
0: It. Oh, that's your usual relationship. That's our <laughs> usual. Mean.
1: He calls, he says what he does on my shows, on this show, on my food show, on my movie show, all those shows, when he comes on them, he's claim, he tells me he's playing a character, like a version of Pete. And it's a version that nobody likes. He's absolutely really? horrible. But it's Wait, funny. What? It's funny still because it's Pete and he's hilarious. But that's <laughs> oh what's God. so funny about watching Crashing because he's so timid.
2: Yeah. And he he's just, like, comes on my and show on
3: and he's show. just so obnoxious.
1: Oh, really? And so that's full really of funny. himself and so confident in his humor. Yeah. Like if you don't laugh at something Pete says that he thinks He'll is funny, you, you have to go back and go over it. You have to go back and discuss. Here's what happened. You're not laughing at something that was absolutely genius, and I'm going to explain it to you.
2: That is so funny. He does that in his stand-up, too.
1: Yeah, yeah, his stand-up's a lot like that as well. He'll
2: be like, why aren't you laughing? (laughs) (laughs) He also calls his podcast a free podcast because he's like, these ideas are so genius, and you're getting it for free. You're getting it for
1: free. All of this is for free.
2: I think it says that in his Instagram bio, too. I've
0: only ever seen Pete's best behavior. That's my way of knowing I'm not his friend.
1: Yeah, well, also, that's my way of knowing you don't watch this program because. uh, Oh, I don't watch any program. Sincerely, I sincerely. It could be insincere. Check out, and we're doing another one. We're doing another live at the Troubadour where it's just me and four or five guests on stage doing this. We just get high and talk in front of an audience, in this case, a, a, a famous rock club in uh, West Hollywood. The next one is on... I to that. January 9th. And Pete's going to be there? And we've got a link for tickets, so I hope they'll put up on the screen. No, Pete is done. Pete was on the last time we did it at the Troubadour, mm-hmm. and there were five other people on stage, including me, and it was the Pete Holmes show. So the crazy. entire time. <laughs> 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 yeah. Were you there, Taylor? No. I wasn't. Oh, shit. Mm. Anyway... So if you watch that, you'll see what that is. And then you watch Crashing, and it's like, I've only known, like, kind of a obnoxious Pete. I've never known, uh, the first time I ever met Pete, he was uh, completely drunk, and we sort of knew each other, because we were on Best Week Ever mm-hmm. together, Best Week Ever, but uh, you don't film stuff together. Yeah. So we met at, like, a rap party for the show, and on the sidewalk outside, because he was leaving, because he was too drunk, and he uh, proceeded to lift me up off the ground and not put me down.
2: Wow!
1: I don't like that. Wait, yeah. like really violent, unpleasant drunk.
2: That's crazy because we almost <laughs> wrote that into one of the episodes this season. Not you, but it was just the storyline of Pete picks up someone he shouldn't be picking up physically. Yeah. picking up. Right. No, because that's what party. he would do
1: when he would get drunk. Because he would just lift people. But the key is, put, <laughs> the key is putting them down.
2: Wait, that's, yeah, and then
1: you know like, the you're kind of you got to put. I mean, I didn't struggle that hard because it was kind of it was funny, yeah. but it was also. My feet were dangling. Yeah. You know, like my feet were not on the ground, waving but, back and forth. But I'm also a little jealous.
0: <laughs> like, I would love it if Pete picked me up.
1: <laughs> Mean. Well, I think, One time I think he'd oblige uh, yeah. if you just asked. I feel him. like if you well, asked, would be ask. happy to do I will that. Ask. But that's what I suggested. To That's what I said to them is that we should just do that. We should just recreate that moment. Yeah. And uh, and then they wrote this other thing with the, uh, you know, I don't know where they got the idea that I should be smoking weed in the scene. I can't
3: imagine.
1: But that was a fun part for me was that there were police guarding people from doing anything to me while I uh, smoke weed on the sidewalk. Interesting. Ah busy whenever night really whenever is the week it was.
2: Crazy filming because if we film, well, we film a lot of the scenes in the West Village. And I don't know why I just assume when you film something on the streets of New York, like they clear the way for mm. you, but that's not the case at all. Like they just let people pass. That's they kind funny. of warn them lightly, like, hey, we're filming, but they do let them through. And so when we were filming, it was the first scene for me that I shot for the whole season. Um, we were on the street, and uh, I was, whatever, talking to Pete in the scene, and then this guy who was a legitimately just a torso on a skateboard came through like this, and he was like, hey, guys, sorry. And so I looked at it, or looked at him, sorry to call him it, (laughs) looked at him, and then I was distracted, and then the director was like, just just keep going, just keep talking to Pete. And I was like, are we not going to? that's the scene is the is that man deserves his own show like why (laughs) what do we have to contribute to this it's a torso on a skateboard
0: yeah it does it becomes an unintentional character moment if you're ignoring a torso on a skateboard yes (laughs) what kind of people are they
2: yeah i just you know it was uh he was impressive and i feel like we didn't properly acknowledge him
1: there you go (laughs) I have, no, uh, I have no response to that.
2: I understand. Because
1: I'm just, uh, I've been enjoying uh, all the conversation, but we've got some business we've got to get to. Oh, boy. Right? Do we? Yeah. We've got to keep this place open. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the expression. We've got to keep the lights on. That's what I hear all the time when I go to uh, things that are uh, nonprofits. Thank you for helping us keep the lights on. You're a big uh, contributor to things. You're good with charity. Sure. I think we went to a fancy uh, thing one time and might have smoked weed with Phil Donahue on a roof. Does that sound like you?
0: The St. Jude event. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Anyway. We've lived (laughs) a little.
2: That's a distant memory. (laughs) Look,
0: It's all going to be part of the retirement party. Maybe we... (laughs) No, we did.
1: No, I think you went multiple years, and you smoked with Phil Donahue, and I'm just recalling your story because you told it to me at the same event.
0: I think that we were smoking weed in the neighborhood of Phil Donahue.
1: He was nearby. Mm. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Maybe it's not such a... I won't tell that one anymore. Uh, No, we got a segment, a couple of segments here that we do on the show, and... uh, uh, it's a lot of fun, and it's called Marijuana Know Something?
2: Uh-huh.
1: I finally figured that out. If I don't phrase it as a question, then they don't say anything until after the musical sting. Because I, I used to say, Marijuana Know Something, like a question? Yeah. And they'd respond, and then that they'd trip over the uh, musical thing.
0: Is they us? The guests, yes. Okay. No, we wouldn't have responded to no. that. What do you say to that? marijuana sure. know
1: something i'm telling yeah. you every time that's what would happen well, not today okay let's try it again then marijuana knows something
2: yeah <laughs> that's How awesome you like,
1: well you guys should just be permanent guests then <laughs> i idiots. love that i love that reaction why would we say something there what do you say? Well, because it's kind of a question. So they start to answer Lays the, the marijuana, knows something. Who, like, what can you possibly say? <laughs> or something like is that. It a candle? What is yeah. that? This is a Poke Bowl from our friends at Poke Bowl. They'll be reaching out to you on Twitter and offering to send you a free one if you'd like one. And poke Bowl? Poke, Yes. It's a dish that you serve poke in. No, it's a poke bowl, as in poke the uh, inside of your pipe to. Uh, Oh. So you get it nice and uh, unashy.
2: Got it.
1: Yeah. And then also the bottom is rubber so that all the stuff just spills right out. Oh. So they're very cool. easy to uh, maintain and have, and they come in all sorts of fun I colors. Mean, and this one is called... Clear. Snowy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're
0: going to enrage your guests by using it once and throwing it away.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Look for no more pokeball on the show now that we've used it. <laughs> Finally, there was a reason for me to demonstrate it. All right. Marijuana knows something? I don't know the answer either. We're going to work it out together, you guys. These are tricky questions. Eating from this restaurant on Christmas has become a widely practiced custom in Japan. All right. I think they're already throwing us off.
2: I actually know this one. By
1: calling it a restaurant. I think it's not called a restaurant by most people. Fast food. Am I right? I'm thinking it's a fast food thing. I don't know. I don't know specifically which
2: one.
1: KFC. They they get together on Christmas and have.
0: I'm betting on Jamie's confidence here.
1: I wonder if their KFC is exactly like American KFC, or if it's like because if you ever had it like in London and it's off. Yeah, You know, like other countries' versions of, doesn't or McDonald's is a little different in other countries. I
2: feel like it's just they emphasize the sit-down experience more overseas. Like, we should... I went to a KFC in London, and I feel like we, like, sat in the restaurant. I think it was an experience.
1: <laughs> All right, that's what we're going with, KFC. KFC. Very specific. I like it. KFC. Uh... That's great. Uh, first time Thanks, the guest has gotten, uh, gotten it right. Maybe. Really? Yeah. I guessed one well, or
2: two of they them. They don't
0: ask the same question every time.
2: Mm. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, you was want us to ask all, that one again, see how much only... smarter you guys are than other guests? <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> I'll so set bad that at aside trivia. for. Uh, I'll ask it again. <laughs> <laughs> all right, one more time. Marijuana knows something? <laughs> What song is estimated to be the best-selling single in history with over 100 million copies sold? Well, this is just trivia that you know or you don't. Um, I mean, I guess maybe a lot of times you could figure these things out if you yeah, think about it. Yeah, I have it. a
2: guess. There's, like,
0: there's most played and there's most sold. Wait, so, so I get confused. it is most sold. Is there just something sold. called like Bible song? Most sold? Most sold, because I think most played might be you've lost that love and feeling, but I don't think it's most
1: sold.
2: Mm. I don't know
0: what most sold is.
2: My guess best-selling is best-selling
1: single, so that's be like released as a single, right? Hundred million copies purchased.
2: It's not Despacito, is it?
1: You think that just happened just because it was a hit this last summer?
2: Maybe I know it was. It, <laughs> it broke some kind of record.
1: Oh, it broke like a YouTube Most record, or oh, okay.
0: you know, or something. But yeah, even the word "single," you know, it means. It's
2: what? either Despacito or Billy Jean? <laughs> 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 this is the only option I don't
0: know what. I'm going, um... no, I don't know.
1: Yeah, this is a tough one, but it's gonna, the answer is gonna kind of burn us a little bit because it's going to be um, something that should have been obvious. I'll say
0: you've lost that loving feeling, but I don't have confidence. Okay. Okay. There
1: we go. It has to be like one individual recording of something, mm-hmm. right?
2: Oh, don't stop believing.
1: Oh, this is crazy. I'm kind of scared of this one. God damn it! White Christmas by Irving Berlin. So it's any record. So it's any recording of that. So probably dozens of. No, they mean Bing artists, Crosby. They mean Bing Crosby. They mean the Bing Crosby one. They have to. Or it could just mean, you know what I mean? Anytime somebody does White Christmas, because that would be Maybe. a lot of sales a lot of singles, because every, what big music artist doesn't do an album that has White Christmas on it? Also,
2: just real quick, White Christmas over Jingle Bells? What gives? That's what I'm saying. It's a better song.
1: Irving Berlin, I mean, you know.
2: But is it more popular?
1: It just bums me out. Jingle Bells is free. Jingle Bells is free. Jingle Bells is free. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Jingle Bells is a
2: happy birthday of Christmas music. (laughs) Okay.
1: Yeah, but, you know, you're right. Jingle bells should take over. It's not, you know, if it was white bells, I wouldn't be as into it anymore. White and bells? I'm just not into white Christmas Silver anymore. It's just, the, just how, it's just an anthem for wishing for things to be whiter. Right. It's just weird to listen it's to. It's a wh- weird time to listen to white Christmas. <laughs> that one's weird, and the one about, baby, it's cold outside, where the guy's just, I mean, all these excuses to not leave. Well, <laughs> it's creepy as fuck.
2: yeah. I love that. Everybody song too. sang it like Dean Martin. Yeah. It was,
1: people loved it when he sang it. Oh, shit. I got the signal to break a, a couple times now. So we got to go to break. But we'll be right back and we'll see if my guests uh, will do you know what when we return. Oh, you don't know. Yeah, and he does it without weed too. Oh! <laughs> What's up, everybody? Um, we are here with. We're joined by Taylor Rizzo, but That's my me. guests for the entire show have been John Levisi and Jamie Lee, and it's been a delight. And um, normally, in this part of the show, Jamie, we uh, try to get uh, my guests to uh, do dabs with us. <clears throat> And those are way past your speed, I think. Yeah. How do you feel after the two hits you've had of the uh, the pipe on the show today?
2: Um, great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good, 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 You're great. Good?
1: So no, uh, no issues of paranoia, or uh, anxiousness, or no.
2: But I do feel like I might lean, um, I might lean munchies at some point.
1: Right. Because I'm Well, starting... there's a huge table of snacks over there. Really? Some of them healthy. Yeah, so you can uh, hit, just hit that doing, on the way out.
2: I started um, doing paleo, so it makes it hard to be high and want all okay. the things when you can only have some of the things.
1: Wait, because paleo just means eat less of it. <laughs> 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 it's more restrictive, but you got paleo's got plenty of things that are delicious, though, right? It does. All right. Yeah, you can have That's like good. nuts, fruit, and fruit. All right, so I'm really, I'm going to ask that question again, like, on uh, the next episode, and we'll see if everybody cracks it as easily as you guys did. i think I'll you I think you were smart. Because, <laughs> um, especially the KFC part, because I, I my first yeah, thought was McDonald's. That's what I would
4: have guessed. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so, anyway, so, yeah, we try to make people do, not make, but, you know, we make <laughs> it very available. It. Yeah. Uh, John, what do you think? You, I, do you mess with this
0: stuff at no, all? No, it's generational. I don't understand it. I don't do it. I will watch you do it.
1: Yeah, it's like okay. That. It's fun yeah, to watch. I'll do one. Yeah, go ahead and we do one We think it for looks
0: us. like opium. And it, we don't care for it. It really brings a it. kind
1: of a yeah, but it, it's it's uh That's scary. Okay. It's a little scary, but it's also uh Okay,
0: he's got a soldering There's iron. He's got a soldering uh, iron in his right oh hand.
2: Oh my
0: god, he's got a chem lab. A he's got, a okay, he's got a gun in his left hand.
1: If
3: you're super into science, this, is straight it's up fun. From, this
2: is what that old man smoked out of in um, oh, um, Nightmare Bill Before Nye? Christmas. No, remember the little <laughs> old guy, the scientist in Nightmare Before Christmas? He had a lot of those. Did he? Yeah, he did. That guy was crazy.
1: He had a big, weird shaped head. Yep. Talking about a beaker? <laughs>
2: it's more like. There's more. Like, no,
0: we've seen beakers. That's not more what like
2: we're talking about. No, yeah, that's the thing that the
1: Muppets smoke out of, out of Bunsen, <laughs> right. Honeydew, and a beaker. Uh, all right. Well, I'll do one, but uh, let's talk about some pot topics while I do my uh, my dab. Oh. There's just one in particular that I'm super excited about. Research at UC Davis School of Veterinary Medicine has been conducting. They've been conducting a new study that suggests marijuana is good for dogs. Well, it's good for dogs. Oh. Yes. In an ongoing <laughs> survey, the researchers are asking pet owners what animals they're giving medical marijuana to for what diseases and problems and if they've seen any noticeable benefits. And participants are told that researchers, uh, mainly dogs, have been seeing amazing results from non-psychoactive CBD oil and that it significantly relieves anxiety and pain and helps control seizures. You know what I bet is the best time to blow weed in your dog's face is when there is a bunch of fireworks going on outside. Yeah. Because yeah. they freak the fuck out, and maybe it'll make them a little less upset. Yeah.
0: I would think so. I've never had a dog that was into weed. I was. I had a cat that liked it once. Who would like who would position herself where I exhaled, and she over the years she enjoyed it clearly, uh, but never another animal. Mm. And look, they've got to come to me. I don't go to them with it.
1: Yeah. That's the, a good. Cat that's cat a, good a good way to, to look at it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I've never, I have a dog. He's pretty young, though. I feel like, I don't know.
1: How
0: old is your dog?
2: He's, um, two.
1: I'm just glad they're doing some research on it. You know, we'll get to the bottom of it, because if it's, you know, if it's if it's bad for them, I would feel bad about, um, uh, you know, blowing it on them. Yeah. I, you know, plenty of people, uh, end up, you know, taking their, uh, dogs to the hospital because their dogs get into chocolate that has weed right. in it. Mm-hmm. And that always, then. I've never heard of that ending in a fatality. And in one case, I know a dog that ended up being more chill after it happened. But, like, you've got to
0: control your weed supply with kids and pets. Yeah. There's...
2: Especially your chocolate weed supply. That's
4: true. It's
2: like, that alone is not.
4: Yeah, just chocolate can kill a dog, Yeah. Right? The, some of the dispensaries I go whammy. to have dog treats for sale, CBD dog treats. I always thought it was weird, but I guess it's a, yeah. a good thing for them. That kind of puts the lie to that we've needed a a prescription up until now,
0: because your dog doesn't have one. Think Mm -hmm.
1: about it. I am. That's what (laughs) brings the show to a (laughs) (laughs) grinding Really really mulling that one over. Uh, Alaska, you guys, is killing it. Uh, $4.6 million uh, of weed was sold just in the month of October. In Alaska,
4: jeez,
1: yeah, and they're using uh, lots of the tax money from uh, uh, legal weed to uh, reduce repeat criminal offenders, and they also have a general fund,
0: whatever that is. Well, Alaska has oil money already,
1: right? Okay. I guess so. They got to have something. Don't worry about on. don't worry
0: about Alaska. <laughs>
1: Uh, Okay, Vita. (laughs) (laughs) Alaska's going to be okay. Uh, John Levenstein, his only plug, but it's a big one, is the new John Levenstein's Retirement Party podcast.
0: Doug, I'm hoping to have you on. I'm getting everyone together. I'm going to get everyone together who is at the Aspen Comedy Festival in 2003 for the big event. You know what I'm talking about.
1: Yeah, I've been saying over the last few weeks when people are talking about it that um, I think I was there the very weekend it happened.
0: Oh. But I'm not talking about that. Oh, I'm talking about the time <laughs> I'm talking about when we were performing oh, the and, the, puking, and the guy the threw puking. up in the audience. Oh yes, yeah. yeah. so I'm, I'm gonna re, I'm gonna get that crew together, the puking, and talk about what happened that night when that show fell apart.
1: Oh yes, the puking, <laughs> the pukening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really. Um, I, I've never been so personally affected by before or since uh, the smell of someone else's vomit. Oh, my God. It is unbelievable how, how smelly it was and how and it, was just the it ruined we, everything.
0: Yeah, the moment we started this midnight show in Aspen in 2003, this audience member, an agent, who'd been drinking all day, just erupted. <laughs> <Just, wow. laughs> in Like it second row, the show, I think.
1: Whoa. And, the, you know, there was a trying to keep the show going kind of yeah, kind Jeez. of uh, thing going on, but it was very difficult to do. Yeah.
0: And the subtext being that we were front runners. We were a bunch of, like, monologists in Los Angeles doing first-person narrative for friends. It was not a hard comedy show at mm-hmm. all, and I believe we, we revealed ourselves as not being able to handle adversity. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had a similar thing happen at a show I was doing, a stand-up show in Chicago in a theater... This, but this woman just sort of like leaned forward and just kind of threw up at her own feet, Mm -hmm. and so the way she was sitting, like you couldn't really see it, and she just did it very quickly and casually. But
4: it's not. She just stay there.
1: But she was got got my focus just because she was kind of seeming like kind of like uh, out of it in general, and then um, you know, and then people started.
4: Away from doing reacting. this all around
1: yeah. where she's sitting and like,
2: Yikes. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: rough. So she had to get thrown out, and they had to clean up. So we just took a break.
4: <laughs> Man, last Everybody night. Take
2: five. Yeah, last,
4: Jeremiah Watkins threw up on stage at the comedy store last night. <laughs> last night on Kill Tony. Yeah. Why? Him and Tony are having. they this thing
1: where they're both they're trying, to trying to gain weight, like gain the opposite weight.
4: of Bert and Tom's sure. uh, challenge. And all right. So the whole show, he was just like eating pizza and cake. And donuts, oh. and like right before the end of the show, he just threw up all over us. <laughs> God, that it was that is uh, like it was rough.
1: Like but fun. food poison, food poisoning, yeah. or having the flu, or you know, yeah. or being uh, having too much to drink. Those are reasons to throw up. Yeah. Just eating until you throw
4: up. Yeah. I can't yeah. even imagine I, yeah, it. Yeah, I was
2: like, "Oh, is he okay?" All you have and to like, do is stop through. eating. It was like a
4: specific <laughs> bite of cake <laughs> it, did. it was like the last. <laughs> it was rough.
2: I threw up on an airplane once. All
3: right,
1: we, you oh. know what? I was just about to apologize for all the puke talk.
2: It's got a cap. It she off. Had her own stuff, How did yeah. you do it?
3: Like, are those, does that bag get the job done, or is it? Uh, they the seem the too small done. and oh. flimsy. Oh. Is it like no, wax? No, it's not. Does it you line just put it right in there. Yeah,
2: it does not. It was horrible. I just. I had a. I had a. Because I always have, I like, up. five
1: or six runs at it, you know? No, oh no, God.
2: one bag. I was a one and done. Oh, yeah. God. But the weird thing was the stewardess, when I, like, I looked at her with, like, watery eyes, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. She looked so grossed out by me. I was like, I'm the one who's sick. You don't get to shame Did you just me. hand her the
4: bag? No. Oh. No.
2: I was just like, I gotta get up. Like, I just, yeah. And she, yeah, she gave me some attitude. Never forget it. Bye, yeah, virgin.
1: This <laughs> seem like you gave there's vomit shaming going on. Not
2: nice.
1: All the time. Uh, <laughs> Jamie Lee, new season of Crashing, Sunday, January 14th. She and I steal this show, you guys. We do. The two of us are the reasons to watch.
2: HBO. Do we say that? And
1: it's on Home Box Office.
2: Home Box Office.
1: All the best TV shows are on. It's not TV. It's HBO. <laughs> uh, and the book, Ridiculous, An Unfiltered Guide to Being a Bride, is available at ridiculousbook.com and yes. wherever books and ebooks are sold. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I narrate the audio version if you're nasty. Nice.
1: <laughs> How do you do, you, where do you have to go to get that? Can they go to the same place? Or? The
2: same place, yes.
1: Ridiculous. It's like ridiculous but spelled wrong in several ways. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's W E D D I C U L L O U S. Whew, spelling is. How many times oh, did you have right to right be now. a bride
1: to research this?
2: <laughs> once. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just once.
1: That's good. Uh, well, the next show we're going to do here will be on uh, December 11th, it looks like, but we don't have a, a time pinned down. That's next Monday, I think.
4: I think so, yeah. I think so. Sounds right. What do you got to plug, Taylor Rizzo? I'll just follow my Twitter, at Taylor Rizzo, and uh, I'm going to be home in Charleston, South Carolina, and I'm booking a show, a storyteller show there that hopefully I'll have all the information of where it's at and what time coming up soon. So that's a big Maybe show that I'm up. Maybe you'll know
1: on our next show on Monday.
4: That's the plan, hopefully right. to lock everything down this weekend and give you all the information so that you can come and enjoy my stories.
1: Yeah, that's Cool. We won't, uh, you know, we'll get your plug in hopefully before we run out of time. Because usually the guests aren't as docile as the two of you <laughs> have been. And uh, no yeah, and it's a race to uh, everybody's just shouting out stuff at the end. <laughs> oh,
4: <laughs>
2: you know? follow me on Twitter at the Jamie Lee. Instagram. Instag- I said Instaglam. Instagram. 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 At really Change Jamie Lee.
4: Okay. TM that.
1: What's your thing, John? Oh, I Go late. to Taylor's show in South Carolina. <laughs> oh, oh
2: that was oh, nice. Thanks. I made it about me.